Welcome back to episode three of Get More Clients. Today we're going to be talking about productized consulting. What is it? How do you get started with it? What you need? And what common mistakes to avoid as you get started? So productized consulting is a term that came into vogue in our consulting and freelancing industry, I want to say around four or five years ago with Nick DeSabato's launch of Draft Revise. And you can see the current sales page for this productized consulting offering at draft.nu forward slash revise. Now, productized consulting really boils down to offering your consulting services for sale as if they were a product, an ebook, a course, a uh, uh, can of soup available at the store. You're selling it as if it was a product. And to do that, you're implementing a few key elements that separate it from a traditional consulting offering. The first element is you have a fixed rate for the consulting service. Now, this might be a fixed rate that's publicly viewable by the client or a fixed rate that's uh, only available on your side, but you scoped out, okay, for this service, I am charging this many dollars. The second part is you have a fixed scope of deliverables. So in a traditional consulting engagement, you'll talk with the client, understand exactly what scope of work they're looking for, put together a proposal for that scope of work, and have it be a custom project. With productized consulting, it differs in that you have predetermined exactly what is included in that productized consulting offering, and you're making just that only these things available for the client to purchase rather than custom work where you go through that discovery process like we talked about on episode two to discover exactly what the client needs for that offering. So with the productized consulting, we have a fixed scope and we have a fixed price. The third key element for a productized consulting service is that it's sold or rather presented through a sales page on your website. Like you might present a sales page for a book that you're selling or a course or a training that you're running rather than writing a proposal each time you put together a uh, or you propose a productized consulting engagement, you instead are able to link the prospect or the client to a page on your site that breaks out, hey, this is what the service is. This is exactly what's included in the service, and this is what is not included in the service. This is how long it will take for the service to be completed, and these are the deliverables for the service, and this is how much the service in its completion will cost you, dear client. And so we've taken the elements that are typically presented in a proposal, and instead we've uh, uh, cleaned them up and put them on a website as a web page. So when somebody says, hey, could you do this thing for me? Rather than investing that time to write a proposal, we're able to reuse our existing work, that existing sales page we've put together for this productized consulting offering, this consulting service or offering that we're selling as if it was a product and present it to the client. So they're able to make a decision based on that information, almost a universal proposal or a sales page for the service rather than a custom proposal that may take multiple hours for you to put together. Now, there's another variation of productized consulting popularized by Brian Castle of Restaurant Engine and CastJam.com and uh, author of the productized course that approaches productized consulting by uh, uh, building a uh, an agency essentially structured around standard operating procedures where you define similar to the method we just covered, the scope of work, what's included, what the client gets, but it's presented almost as a recurring service or a software as a service uh, product that somebody is able to purchase where they say, okay, great, I'm going to buy these things and your agency or your company is going to handle it. You charge a fixed rate for the service and on the back end, either you yourself are fulfilling this or you have a team of employees fulfilling the service through standard operating procedures. That's We could think of it as a larger scale or more of an agency approach 
approach to productized consulting versus an individual approach to productized consulting. But in either method, we could see that there's a number of elements that are similar. We have uh, predefined service offerings. We have a predefined scope of work, predefined price. We're communicating to the client. This is what you get. You could buy it or not. And we're eliminating proposals entirely from that process. When somebody says, hey, great, it sounds like we're a good match. Let's work together. Well, then you're able to direct them to your sales page that describes exactly what they can buy or exactly what options are available, what those prices are, and what those next steps are to move forward. So if you aren't already implementing productized consulting in your business, how can you get started with it? Well, the method that I personally use and used when I first got started was to take my most common proposals and productize them. If I've written the same or a similar proposal three, four, five, or more times, well, this is a service that I'm fulfilling multiple times. This is a service that is in demand. This is a service that people want to buy excellent. I will make this available as a productized service. So I'll look at my proposals. I'll look at what I've written in them, the pains and the problems I'm describing, the outcomes I'm describing, the uh, uh, components or deliverables, the time frame, the price. And I'll put use that to put together a sales page on my website describing what exactly they could buy. So when somebody approaches me and is looking for something similar, rather than point them to a custom proposal and invest that time to create that custom proposal, I could point them to a specific page on my site that describes exactly what they could buy, what they can get, and what the price for that service is and what the time frame is. So that's the upside to productized consulting. And the way to get there is take your existing proposals or your most common service offerings, what people buy from you most often, and create a sales page, essentially a universal proposal that you're able to point people to that describes a service offering. Now, you might hear the phrase sales page and think, Kai, I'm not a copywriter, I can't write this. Don't be afraid by that or be put off by that. Instead, I encourage you, look to the proposals you've written in the past, take the language you use there to describe the pains and the problems, the outcomes and what's included in the price, and use that language. You've already written a number of documents most likely describing exactly what this service offering is, Take that language and use it to construct a version one of your sales page or your page describing this productized consulting offering, and then from there, iterate and improve on it over time. Don't feel like just because you aren't a co trained copywriter, you can't write something like this. I guarantee, my dear friend, you are able to write something like this. So. Uh, what exactly do you need to get started with a productized consulting service? Honestly, the bare minimum that you need is a service that you offer. And you don't necessarily need to approach a productized consulting offering by first having done it through uh, proposals. But I do find that it's more successful for me, at least, if I start off by offering it as a custom service. Hey, here's a proposal for that thing I said we're going to do together. And once I've written a proposal once or twice, then transition it to a productized offering because I've gone through it, I understand the different parts of it, and I understand the language I need to use to communicate the value to the client, and then I'm able to use that all on the page describing what that service offering exactly is. Which brings us to a couple of the common mistakes to avoid when it comes to implementing productized consulting in your business. Now, the three major things that I think come up the most are, well, first of all, not knowing how to fulfill the service. It's tempting to say, okay, I've thought of this great service. Uh, I see this pain in the market. I'm going to make it available as a productized service. Well, if you've never fulfilled the service before, even as a test run, you run the risk of pricing yourself too low or too high and either undercharging for the work you're performing or charging too much for the work you're performing and turning a client off who says, ah, this is overpriced. I could get that cheaper down the block at another consultant shop. So 
there's a danger in productizing a service that you haven't ever performed. So what I typically do is when I'm launching a new productized service, it will either come from a custom proposal I've written or I will have the idea for a productized service, I will validate it against the market, making sure it is something that people need, and then I'll contact one or two potential clients or colleagues and say, I have a new service I'm thinking of offering. Uh, I'd love to do a trial run on it with you. These are the benefits. These are the outcomes. In exchange, what I ask is you give me honest feedback on what went well and what could go better. And if you'd like, you provide a testimonial or take part in a case study describing what we covered, what the benefits were to you, what the outcomes were to you. Now, this gives you both social proof. Hey, I did this thing for this client and these are the results they saw. And it gives you a chance to run through the proposal, or not the proposal, the productized service. Oh, I thought it would take me 10 hours to do this. It took me 20 hours to do this. And it will probably take me 15 to do it again. Huh, I should raise the price because it's taking more time than I estimated. So that's mistake number one, not knowing how to do it. Uh, we touched on mistake number two, uh, uh, not knowing how long it will take to perform the work, definitely run through either a standard operating procedure for the productized service or run through delivering the service for a friend or a colleague or a client so you understand exactly what goes into it and exactly what the outputs are. Uh, the third element is pricing it too low. I would say that the most common mistake I see or let me reframe that. It's not a mistake. What I most often see with productized services is a combination of the first two elements, not knowing exactly how to deliver on it and not knowing how long it will take to deliver on it, resulting in pricing too low. So we go into launching a productized service thinking, hey, this is going to take me 10 hours to fulfill. I'm going to price it at, let's say, 13 times my hourly rate or the hourly rate I'm targeting, my effective hourly rate to have a little margin in there just in case it takes longer than I think it will. But it ends up taking 20 or 25 hours and we've priced it too low because we don't understand how long it's going to take. So it's very essential that we price it based on our understanding of what exactly goes into delivering this. And level two is a more advanced tactic. We price it based on the value delivered to the client. It might be we identify a service that provides a thousand or ten thousand dollars of value to a client but only takes maybe one, two, or five hours for us to perform, well, as a more advanced strategy, we want to do value-based pricing or value-based anchoring. Concepts we'll cover in upcoming episodes of Get More Clients to price that service based on the value provided. Now, that's more of an advanced tactic to use for pricing a productized service, and instead what I recommend is this. Take your productized service. Take your standard operating procedure that covers exactly what that productized service is and how you run through it, what the deliverables are, the steps you do, and run through it using a time tracking program like a Freckle available at letsfreckle.com. It's a time tracking program I personally use. Uh, and see, well, exactly how much time does it take to fulfill the service? Do that. Now you have a number of hours. Okay, great. It's going to take me on average, let's say 15 hours to do this. Multiply that by your hourly rate or the effective hourly rate you're, you want to charge or you're aiming for or you're charging right now. That gives you an idea of the price you would be charging for this if it was a flat rate service. Then multiply that by 1.5. Add 50% onto it. Give yourself an additional margin in there. So if it does end up taking longer due to unexpected obstacles, unexpected questions, 
time holdups, questions the client has, questions you have, whatever it may be, you've built a little margin in there. So it doesn't feel like, oh gosh, this is taking another three hours. I didn't quote for this. Uh, I feel like productized consulting doesn't work. No, you've baked additional surplus time into your pricing for your productized consulting offering, allowing you to say, hey, you know what? It took two extra hours than I estimated, but I priced that into the pricing. I baked that into the pricing from the get-go, so it's not as large of an issue. But beyond that, what I've often discovered is my initial guess at a price or even educated guess or educated analysis at a price for a productized consulting offering typically isn't what the price ends up at after three, four, five iterations through delivering that service offering. As I get more efficient at it or I better understand the value provided or I understand how long it actually takes to deliver, I will adjust the price. So as you launch a productized consulting offering, be aware that the first few times you deliver on it, it might take a little longer than expected, or you might run into elements you did not expect. And because of that, it takes a little longer than you think it will to deliver, and that alters what your effective hourly rate will be delivering that project. Fear not, you could always adjust the price, raise the price, add in additional benefits, eliminate parts of the service offering to better have it fit into both the time you want it to take and the price you want to charge for it in your service ladder. So this has been an overview of productized consulting. If you have any questions about getting started with productized consulting or how to integrate productized consulting into your business, or if there's an element I touched on that you want to learn a little more about, or you think, hey, Kai, you said X, but I actually think it's Y. It's something different. I would love to hear from you. Go ahead and write into me. You can email me directly at Kai at KaiDavis.com. That's K-A-I at K-A-I-D-A-V-I-S.com. Or if you're located in the U.S., you could go ahead and call in with your question at 1-541-204-1204. Once again, that number is 1-541-204-1204. And I will see you tomorrow for the next episode of Get More Clients.